0: Hello, this is Jack Wolf, the Disciplined Trader. Today, we're going to talk about how brokers take your money without your losing a single trade or even when you win. One way they take your money is through spreads. Spreads are marked up. So when you trade Forex, you get a spread. The bank has a price that you can buy at, and the bank has a price that you can sell at. Bank, Forex broker, or liquidity provider, they're all the same. They have a buy price and a sell price. The bid is the price you can sell at. The offer is the price you can buy at. The higher, well, you can think about it this way too. The higher price is the one that you can buy at, and the lower price is the one you can sell at. That makes sense because it's like, give me the worst price possible. Well, how do you know if you're getting an actual spread or if the broker or bank is marking up that spread? Well, there's a couple of ways that you can know. One way is to have multiple feeds or multiple brokers or banks giving you their pricing. If you want to find out if your spread is marked up, there's one easy way. Call me, Jack Wolf, The Discipline Trader. You can call me at plus four four two zero three two zero six twenty twenty six or go to jackwolftrading.com. The point is, call me and I'll tell you how. There are a couple of demo brokers, one of them being MB Trading, that do give you real pricing, even though they're not real accounts. But those are sometimes, how do you say it? better than you can actually get. So the best way to do it, the best way to know if you have an actual spread is by having multiple brokers or multiple banks giving you multiple spreads. If they're the same or at least the same width, then you know your spread isn't getting marked up. The other way you do it is write your broker an email. You say, dear broker, how much is my spread being marked up? Now, when they come back to you, if they say 0.1 or 0.2, then you can say, well, I don't like that. I prefer 0.05 or 1 or whatever, something less. You don't, you, you don't have to take what they give you. If they tell you that it's not marked up, now they've put themselves in a box. And if you ever find out that it is marked up, in fact, you have recourse, I guess is the, is the word. How do you know, though? So how do you know if your spread is marked up? One way for sure is when you push on a button and you always get your price. Today, I had a trade. I pressed the buy button. It became a limit order because I missed the market. If you never miss the market, you know your spread is marked up because there's no way you're that fast and there's no way you're that good. So the idea is the bank makes their money in between. Ideally, the bank or the broker, they have a buy or, and a sell at the same time, so they get what's in between. So this is one way that a broker or a bank can take money from you without your knowing. Now usually, if they are marking the price up, it's somewhere in the fine print. There was actually a documentary, uh, I don't know, about a year ago, where they said if you read every disclaimer and every notice that you were given by the bank's brokers when you bought your insurance, It would take 26 years out of your life, so nobody reads these things. But there are certain paragraphs that you can read, and you should read, or you can have somebody like me take a look at it, and I'll let you know right off the bat, they're marking up your spread this much. If you want to find out if your spread is marked up, there's one easy way. Call me, Jack Wolf, The Disciplined Trader. You can call me at plus four four two zero three two zero six twenty twenty six or go to jackwolftrading.com. The point is, call me and I'll tell you how. The other two ways that I told you one, if you execute and every time you get your price, or two, have another spread or bank feed given to you side by side, you'll be able to tell. Now, ideally, you want to have multiple spreads given to you at the same time, but that's for another day. Now, along this line, and we'll talk about this later, we'll talk about when and how you should execute. This is a conversation for a podcast, maybe 10 or 15 down the line, but let's talk about this very briefly. When a bank has a buy price and a sell price, generally, or even a, a Forex broker, most likely a Forex broker. You're trading with the FXCM or FX.com or any of the millions of Forex brokers out there, and you have a stop. You have a stop that is going to guarantee or prevent you from losing at more than this amount of money. That's what a stop does. Well, you want to buy when the bank wants to buy. You want to sell when the bank wants to sell. Now, this is counterintuitive, and this isn't how they do it. Banks and brokers generally give you a buy stop execution when their sell price hits your target. So you're buying when the sell price hits your target. Well, if they decide they want to sell gold or euros or whatever at uh, 20 points more than what they're selling them at now, your stop is done. You have no recourse. So what you do, and I'm just going to touch on this briefly today, is you do something called buy, stop, on bid, sell, stop, on offer. And what this means is you buy when the bank is buying and you sell when the bank is selling. And when I say bank, this is interchangeable with broker, Forex broker, liquidity provider, whatever. You're listening to Jack Wolf, The disciplined Trader. And if you want to know more about how to place a stop, where to place a stop and how stops are done, you can reach me anytime you want at Jackwolftrading.com. So why do you do this? Well, the very simple and, and, and straightforward answer is that if the spread widens, the market is 24.26, and your stop is at 27. Well, for no reason at all, the market can go 23,27 and boom, you're done. The price hasn't moved. The midpoint is exactly the same. Twenty-three twenty-seven is the exact same price as twenty-four twenty-six. But if it widens out, you're done. And in times of volatility, that happens. In times of lack of liquidity, that happens. So you're going to say to me, Jack, wait a minute. If I buy when the bank buys, I'm going to get their buy price, which is maybe one, two, three pips down, and I'm going to pay slippage. Well, that's okay because. I'd rather pay slippage than get taken out of my stop when the price was never there. This is imperative in trading. You must, you must, you must buy stop on bid and sell stop on offer. Otherwise, you're the first one out. You want to be the last one out. You're the first one in. You want to be the last one in. You'll trade less, which will minimize your commissions, and you'll save money. You know, there's a lot of sayings in the trading business, uh, Uh, hogs get slaughtered, uh, pigs make money, things like that. But one of the more important things relevant to what I'm saying here now is that trading less or, let's say, some of the best trades I ever made were trades I didn't make. The other thing to remember here is that less trading means less commissions, which means more money, which means less money taken out of your pocket. I know this is all very confusing, and if you want to understand more about where your price is done on a stop, what a stop is, and what they're thinking, meaning the banks and brokerages, when they're filling your stop, just contact me. My number is all over my website, and my website is this, jackwolftrading.com. You can email me, jack at jackwolftrading.com, or go to jackwolftrading.com. You can call me from one of the phone numbers there. There's numbers from all over the world. The point is, go there, find out, learn, trade smart. JackWolfTrading.com. You want to stay away from things like the word internalized or b-book. If your business is being b-booked or internalized, what this means is that the people that you are trading with are trading against you. Internalized is a fancy word of them saying they're taking, this broker, this bank is taking the other side of their business. They've designated you a crappy trader, a bad trader. So they've already decided, and they have fancy, fancy algorithms that say 92% of the time you're going to lose. So therefore, they're going to take the other side of your trading. Now, they don't care if they mark up the spread here because, again, you're going to get every time you click buy, you're going to get your price. Every time you click sell, you're going to get your price. Why? because you're just trading against them and they know that eventually you're going to dump your investment to them. Now, here's how they get you in. They give you a demo account. Never, never, never invest or put your money in a place because you've traded well on their demo account. You must understand and listen to Jack the Disciplined Trader. Fake money is not real money. When you are thinking about the mortgage being due or... The emotion of losing a thousand, ten thousand, five thousand doesn't matter what the number is, it could be pennies. The emotion of losing actual money is far different than trading fake money. So, every broker will give you a demo account. You don't want it. The only reason you would want a demo account is to practice on the platform so that you can become proficient with the platform. If I take a demo account with FXCM, the biggest offender, and I don't mind naming them by name. And I put on a $5 million position and I make $240,000 and I think, wow, I'm a hell of a trader. So I go and give them some money and I try the same strategy, but now my hands are sweating and shaking and I'm thinking the rent's due and the mortgage is due and the baby needs a new pair of shoes and it just doesn't work the same way. The mentality is not the same way. You cannot do it the same way. If you want to learn more about why demo accounts are non reflective of real accounts, or if you want to know why you just shouldn't use them to find out if you're a good trader, email me, jack at jackwolftrading.com. The other thing that I like the most is well, you get a demo account, you blow it out, it uh, goes down to $5, and then you Apply for another one. (laughs) You just get another one and you blow that down to $5. And then you get another one. And finally, you make $240,000 or more. And you only remember the last one. Isn't that human nature? We only remember the one we did. And you still give them the money. You know what? This is a time proven marketing method for these Forex brokers. A proven fact is that this is not the way to choose a Forex broker. It's not the way to see if you're a good trader. So rather than a demo account, if you're planning on investing $10,000, 15000 100000 start with 1000 Use that as a demo. At least it's real money. You'll have the feel of real money. A demo account is called mental masturbation. That's all it is. You are playing with yourself and fake money. There is no value to it. And the bank or broker is hoping that you will do well so that you'll give them real money and lose it to them. So, you've been listening to Jack Wolf, the Disciplined Trader, and let me tell you how you can find out what this model is at jackwolftrading.com. Or you can call me at plus four four two zero three two eight six twenty twenty six. There's another trick that brokers use to show you, and I mentioned it earlier show you a better spread. MB Trading is one of the worst offenders of this. And what that means is they show you a number 26.5 at 27, which is an amazingly tight spread for whatever, but there's zero size. What that means is there's nothing behind that number, maybe 10,000 or even. $1,000 behind that. Now, mind you, the average Forex trader is trading $100,000 or a million at a time. So if they're going to show you a price that is got zero size behind it, and MB Trading does do that, there's no depth behind the price. So if you're looking at a spread, it says, well, I $26.5 at twenty six nine. wow, that's really great. That's four-tenths of a pip. Even on Euro, that's fantastic. If you drop down, if you push the little arrow and you drop down in it where it says market debt, you'll see if you want to buy a million, got to go three, four, five levels down. And if you go on both sides, three, four, five levels down, you'll see what your real spread is. This is another way your broker takes money from you without you realizing it. So here's what they say. And I have this saying, every time you call your broker for a stop that was done too early, for an execution that was done poorly, or for whatever reason you think you were done incorrectly, a sale is made. Either they're going to sell you on why you should keep the crappy fill, or you're going to sell them on why they should not. Usually it's a basic formula as to how important your business is to them. Well, if you have $100,000 in an account, your business is going to be more important to them than if you have $1,000 in an account. So you have to balance these things out, and you can't win every battle. But if you get stopped out on a the top of the market, and the fill that you get is outside the market range, and you call your broker and you say, hey, wait a minute, Euro never traded 12537 way back in the days when euro was 12537 you can call your broker and you can say hey that's not okay i don't accept that fill now there's a there's a saying on the other side of the street time equals value so the first thing they're going to do is they're going to say okay we'll get back to you they're going to wait a day maybe two and they're going to wait for you to call them back because here's here's the reality of it and this is well beyond anybody else is ever going to tell you about trading. You have to fight for every dollar. You have to fight for every pip. And I can tell you how. You just have to find me at jackwolftrading.com. So what they're going to say to you is two days later, they're going to come back to you and they're going to say, okay, well, we'll give you an amendment to a price that's within the market. So meaning they'll give you back a couple hundred dollars, when in fact, you still should have been in the trade and you would have made thousands. If you say no, that's unacceptable. They'll say, well, leave it with me, we'll get back to you. And the longer you wait, the more you adjust to not having that money. It's it's a psychological fact. So you've now adjusted to having a balance of twenty-six thousand dollars instead of fifty thousand where it should be. So now you'll take less as a settlement. So time equals value. This is a, a fundamental sales principle that all salespeople use. Now, make a note of something. When you're dealing with brokers, when you're dealing with banks, when you're dealing with liquidity providers, you're dealing with their salesperson. These people generally have never traded a day in their life, and they don't know half of what you do about trading. What their job is, is to sell you. Their job is to sell you and putting more money in. Their job is to sell you on accepting the crappy fill that you just got, Their job is to sell you why you should accept a marked up spread or how you can get around it. They are salesmen. So, you know, it reminds me of a a funny story. Um, If you ever go into a transmission shop, and I don't know if you can pick a topic that's further away from trading, but if you go into a transmission shop and you meet the guy in the front and you, you, you go and you say, hey, my car's not acting right. And he says, okay, we'll take a look at it. And he's got a clean shirt on and he's got a tie on or he looks really nice and then you know he calls you later and tells you how much money your car is going to cost this guy's a salesman he doesn't know a transmission from a steering wheel this is the world we live in sales are made every day they're going to sell you what they want you to take or you need to sell them on hey my business is important to you and you're going to give me the spread and the fill that i deserve if you want to learn more about what you deserve or what the broker owes you, contact me. You can contact me through jackwolftrading.com. You can email me at jack at jackwolftrading.com. Or you can call me plus four four two zero three two eight six twenty twenty six. The other thing that you can do is threaten arbitration, but then you get a reputation in the business. So you try to stay away from that. Okay. The next way that brokers take your money without your losing a single trade is something called a roll. A roll is when you have a position that is at 459 and the position continues to five o'clock, and that's New York, Eastern Standard Time. So if I am long Euro, 459 to 5 o'clock, I have now carried my position to the next day. Now, here's the deal: I have to pay interest on the currency that I've purchased, that would be Euro. The broker or bank has to pay me interest, overnight interest on the dollar. Now, these days, these interest rates are so small, it's negligible, but in your contract, this spread, this role can be marked up and often is. So they usually do it by a percentage and sometimes that's fair and sometimes it's not. I have personally, just a couple of years ago, CityFX Pro is no longer in business. When I was trading dollar Swiss, nobody does that anymore, and we all know why. But when they were changing the Swiss back into US dollars into my account, guess what? When I made money in Swiss, they valued the Swiss as low as humanly possible for that day or week. And when I lost money in Swiss, they made that Swiss as valuable as they could based on the high or the low of the day. So that's the dirty way. Um, I caught FC Stone doing that. And uh, at first, uh, there was the denial. And then then there was the, well, we have no control over that. And then there was, you know, some other story. And then the guy guy finally admitted to me, well, it's a button that I push every day that changes all of your currencies from all over the world back into the currency of your account. Well, (laughs) I said, well, I don't want that button. I'll do it myself. And this button just happened to do exactly what CityFX Pro was doing, which was using the high or low of the day, whether you made or lost money in the foreign currency. So he says, well, I don't know if I can do that. We make a lot of money off that button. And I said, well, yeah, I see that, but I don't want it. I'll do it myself. If you want to make money on me, you make it on the commissions that we have agreed that I'll pay you. Now, they can say, no, close your account. We're not going to trade with you. Take the button or not. Or they, they can say, all right, do the conversions yourself, do them at the end of the day, at the end of the week, or whatever you want. But here's the thing, it all depends on how important your business is to them. So if you're trading a lot, you have a lot of money on deposit, you're going to have more power to wield. It's just the way the world works. So to recap, conversions are when you trade euro, USD, and you're buying euros in US dollars. So if you profit you've profited U.S. dollars. If you've lost, you've lost U.S. dollars. If your account is based in euros, then your dollars are converted to euros either every day, every week, every month, whatever. And they generally are, or probably, marked up. Most likely they are. So these conversions, they can be marked up 5%, 15%, 20%. These are all negotiable. And that's what's most important to understand here. Everything that I've talked about, the markup of the spreads, the markup of the rolls, and the markup of the conversions are negotiable. Just a few percentage points will mean thousands of dollars more in your account of your hard-earned trading money. I mean, listen, this is not easy. This is not easy stuff. Trading takes long hours. It takes extreme intelligence. And it takes intuition and it takes time. And my goodness, uh, uh, the stress it puts on us. I don't know one single trader with all their hair that's not silver. So what you can do is you can talk to your broker and you can say, hey, when you're converting my dollars back into euros, what are you converting them at? One thing that's totally not acceptable is the FX Pro method, which is using the high or the low of the day, depending on whether you've made or lost dollars, Swiss franc, yen, whatever. This happens when you trade dollar yen, this happens when you trade dollar swiss, euro dollar, pound yen, it doesn't matter. Whenever the currency, the second currency is the currency that you're trading in is different than the currency that's in your account, a conversion is made. Profit or loss it doesn't matter. That's why the business of trading is such a profitable business. I'm not saying that you have to deny your your broker every bit of extra profit that they are used to getting because they're not going to do it. But just knowing that they get the money on this, on these three things and many, many more that we'll learn about in the near future, you'll have negotiating power. You can say, no, I'm not going to pay 25% markup on that Euro-USD conversion. I'm not going to pay that and a markup on my roll and a markup on my spread and a commission. Some of these places that say they're commission-free make me laugh, just like when you go to the airport and they say, commission-free currency exchange. Well, yeah, but the spread is 200 points wide. Uh, For those of you who are uninitiated into trading, and I hope most of you that are listening to this podcast at least have some trading experience, so this makes a little bit of sense to you. But when you go to the airport and you give them 100 euros and they give you back $60, that's because they widen the spread to such a vast amount that they're giving you far less than what the actual conversion rate is. So yes, they've not charged you a commission, but they've certainly charged you. Um, And that's kind of how it works in the foreign exchange market, but not quite as obvious. I'll just tell you, when I went to CityFX Pro that day and I calculated their conversions, I had been trading with them for about a month when I caught it. In that one month, it was $1,400 U.S. that I got back. And we're talking about a 5% difference. So, of course, and again, they're going to do the, the sales pitch. They're going to try to sell you on why this is an acceptable practice. And why marking up your rolls, your spreads, and your commissions are acceptable, but it is your job to look after your money. That's the long and the short of it. You need to look after your money. And it's not just the trading. Listen, there are a million guys out here telling you how to trade, how long to keep your trade, how long to, to, when to cut your risk, when to, you know, all the different types of trading, all the different ways to trade, but the long and the short of it is, If you can't keep your hard-earned trading money, then you might as well just be a plumber. And that's all I have to say about that. This has been Jack Wolf, The Disciplined Trader, and I hope to see you again on my next podcast.